Welcome to Crozier Cast. This is uh, your host, Bishop James Wall, the Bishop of the Diocese of Gallup, and uh, coming you, to you from Sacred Heart Retreat Center, which is in the, also in the Diocese of Gallup, City of Gallup. And today we have a, a couple of special guests. Uh, we have Suzanne Johnson, who is the President of the Ladies of Charity of the United States of America. And we have Sister Elizabeth. She's a daughter of charity, and she serves here locally. And primarily her ministry is to um, those who are incarcerated, which is a wonderful ministry. And she is the spiritual moderator of the Ladies of Charity of the Diocese of Gallup, which is really exciting because today we have the establishment of the Ladies of Charity in the Diocese of Gallup, here in the city of Gallup. So we're, um, we're pretty happy about that. So welcome. Welcome to our Sister Elizabeth and Suzanne. For Thank you, Bishop. You're Thank welcome. you for having us. You're welcome. Thank you. So, Suzanne, you live in Los Angeles? Arcadia. Arcadia. Which is in Los Angeles sure, County. Yes. Sure. And so um, you're the president. And so can you tell us a little bit about maybe about the, the Ladies of Charity, maybe the history of the Ladies of Charity? The Ladies of Charity were founded in 1617 by St. Vincent de Paul when he preached from the altar that there was a sick family in the parish. Later on that day, he was going down to visit the family, and he discovered that his parishioners had all taken so much food down to this family that the family couldn't use all their food at once. So recognizing that in order to be effective, charity must be organized, he organized the ladies in August of 1617, and on December 8th, 1617, we received our charter from the Pope. Wonderful, wonderful. And I think when we first talked about establishing the ladies, it was it would have been 400 years, 400th mm -hmm. anniversary, yes. which is really exciting. So technically, we made it into the 400 years, didn't we? Because we talked about it then. Technically, yes, yeah. I would say. That's what mm -hmm. I'm going with it. So I think we hit the we hit the 400 years. So, and then you are the president for Ladies of Charity in the United States of America. So what, what does that entail for you? Well, I think it's a lot of PR work. Mm -hmm. Like, I've visited a number of our associations across the United States. Uh, coordinate the things that go on in the, in the board, the national board, and kind of coordinate all of our national activity. And it's, an, it's a volunteer association, is that right? I it is a volunteer association, yeah. yes. And really at the heart of, of it all is charity, right? Yes, yeah. working with God's poor, yes. That's wonderful. And we have plenty of poor here in the Diocese of Gallup. We're the poorest diocese in the United States. And so I think to establish the Ladies of Charity here is just perfect. It, obviously, you can see the work of the Holy Spirit. Sister Elizabeth, you are the spiritual moderator of this new group here in Gallup. So you want to talk a little bit about what that means? Uh, according to our charism of the Ladies of Charity, or our virtues that we practice, it's humility, simplicity, and charity. And Bishop, even your talk today at our installation, we are a brand new group today. And in your installation talk to us, you were talking about having humility or else it's really not charity that we're helping people with. 
I think you used the word the vice of charity instead of the virtue of charity. Oh, I was going back and forth. That, that I was trying to talk about pride and I kept missing. Well, it's a wonderful thing because if we say the vice of charity, oh, it's me, me, me. You were talking about being mm -hmm. in a concert. Uh, that uh, charity is not all about me. It's about the other and about Christ's love and giving. And so my point... Uh, part as a spiritual moderator to be their guide at every meeting or at my meetings with them to make sure that they're following lines of charity and humility. And simplicity means saying things as they are, not being uh, going around the corners and saying things in a, in a way that people don't understand sure. or, or hiding the truth that would help them be better people, being simple about it. Wonderful. So today we had a simple installation of our new members. Wonderful. And I, so I, I like those virtues of humility, simplicity, and charity. I like that. So I hit on the two of them, and I miss simplicity. So hopefully my, my homily was a simple one, or <laughs> one in simplicity. But um, And I, I, one of the things I was reflecting upon, so today we're recording this, on the day before Passion Sunday. And I thought, what a perfect day to establish the Ladies of Charity here in our diocese as we really enter into the week of charity when we see our Lord's beautiful uh, Paschal mystery is suffering, death, and resurrection, which is the perfect act of charity. So I was reflecting upon that, and I thought that was kind of a nice little reflection that I had at communion time. So I thought that worked out well. So we have officers, right? We have local officers as well in uh, for, for Gallup. We have local officers that were voted, well, installed today. We have a president, vice president, secretary, and treasurer. Wonderful. Good, good. And and we had, I think, a total of 16? Yes. 16, 16 people come in today, mm -hmm. which is great, which is really, really outstanding. So they have... Um, Periodically, they have meetings, is that correct? We have had a meeting about once a month now for five or six months, and we intend to try to keep that up to have a meeting every month, even if not every member can make it, but for our own personal motivation. Um, we do not have one work, central work that everybody does. Some organizations of the Ladies of Charity, all the members focus on one thing, such as a soup kitchen or a food bank or a thrift shop. But our organization has been more drawing together people already doing a charitable work so that they can have the spiritual support of this wonderful organization so they keep on doing it. And maybe women will team up to do, do the same kind of work together in the future or one inspire the other, come join me in what I'm doing. Something like that. I noticed that when a lot of the ladies came forward to receive their cross and their pen and their manual, that I recognized a lot of them from already doing charitable work in mm -hmm. our diocese. So a lot of them were very familiar to me mm -hmm. simply for that, that they, mm -hmm. they had done wonderful work already. So that's great. I, I, I just love the, the fact that we have the Ladies of Charity. And one of the things I touched on today is this really kind of completes the Vincentian family in, in our diocese because, mm -hmm. you know, we have the Daughters of Charity. We have uh, one of the, the fathers of mm -hmm. Congregation of Mission, Father 
Jay Young, who's a wonderful man. And we have uh, St. Vincent de Paul Society. Mm -hmm. And now we have the Ladies of Charity, mm -hmm. which is really exciting. So um, I like the fact that we have the Vincentian family. And Suzanne, you mentioned that even there's a, a couple, some more branches of the Vincentian family. It's quite the tree, isn't it? It's quite the tree. I, I can't tell you how many branches, but it just keeps growing. But some of the ones, other ones are the Association of the Miraculous Metal, the Vincentian Marian Youth, uh, the DePaul, um, not the DePaul Society, but there's a group out of the DePaul University, mm -hmm. um, just to name three more. But I know there are a, a lot more. Sure. A lot more. Which is great. And other Sisters of Charity, uh, not called Daughters of Charity, but Sisters of Charity that were branches off of the original group in Emmitsburg, Maryland, with St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. There were five branches way back in the 1800s. Yeah. And I'm familiar with the Sisters of Charity because uh, they taught in my home parish in the school mm -hmm. in Chandler, Arizona. So I'm very, very familiar with with them as well and so it's like I said it's a big tree and really at the the foundation of that tree is the virtue of charity which is beautiful especially uh, serving serving the poor so what do we see in terms of the future here in the Diocese of Gallup for the uh, ladies of charity would we see eventually new members coming into uh, as a part of the group I definitely see that because today, even just today, two new members that hadn't been to all of our meetings came up with great determination. They said, we want to be members and we have this idea of charity. And because other women in the group knew them, they could say, yes, this woman should be installed today, even though she hadn't come to all of our five previous meetings or five months of in formation that we've been calling it. So we're, we're so happy that people are catching the spark from one lady of charity saying to another, I think you would benefit from our organization and they will be the organization will benefit from your presence because of what you already do. That's great. And so locally, so um, because we're here in Gallup, if a lady would like to join the Ladies of Charity, how would one go about that? I would say that she could call the president of the organization, who is Fran Palachek, and Fran Palachek's phone number is in the phone book, for instance. There you go. Or And everybody or, knows Fran and Gallup. <laughs> everybody knows Fran. But it's um, probably the parish priests would know also how to get a hold of us. Sure, sure. Or come to Catholic Charities and find me. There you go. Catholic Charities is another good place to go right. to. So not only people in Gallup hear this, but people maybe across the country would hear this. And I think we have people from other countries hearing this. So in the United States, what if a, a lady uh, feels moved by the Holy Spirit to join the, the Ladies of Charity? So across the United States, how would one go about that? We have a website and it's called www.aic.ladiesofcharity.us. And on that website is a place that says contact us. And if someone would contact us and say, hey, I'm interested in becoming a lady of charity, we would forward that information to the correct person. So around the country, we have five regions. So each region has a vice president and 
the appropriate vice president would get that information. And so you're the president over all of those? Yes. You're the head honcho? The head honcho. That's pretty exciting yes. that we have you here. That's just, it's just wonderful. And I, one of the things that I did, too, when I was reading a little bit more about the ladies when the sisters came to talk to me uh, first was I just Googled it, and it, and it came up as well. So somebody could Google it, and there's all sorts of different information. Mm-hmm. I know there's one little thing that says who we are, history, all that stuff. And I think that's a great thing to do, too. So I would encourage somebody to take a look at that, and uh, maybe their heart might be moved to, to join that. Um, as we kind of uh, come to a conclusion, I think maybe we can all kind of have one little thought. My thought about the Ladies of Charity is that I, I go to uh, St. Paul's First um, Corinthians 12 and leaving, leading into 13, and this was that everybody talks about the, uh, the wedding reading. But, um, you know, it it's essentially says in all things charity, right? And if we're, we have not love or noisy gong, clanging symbol, and really, um, as, as we said already, love is always, uh, love is always about the other, as uh, Thomas Aquinas says, it's uh, willing the good of the other. So um, that's kind of my little last thought. Uh, Suzanne, do you have any last thoughts? Putting you on the spot. And uh, is today a kind of an exciting day for you? Today was a very exciting day. This is um, the second new association that I've been present at their formation. So it is very exciting, but the first one as president. But I just, I'm always um, in awe of the women and the work that the women do because they're very selfless. And like I said, these women are volunteers and these women are doing what they do, not for recognition, but because they love God, they love Jesus, and they love their neighbor, the poor. Great. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Sister Elizabeth, do you have a a parting thought for us? The parting thought is that I know the Holy Spirit is at work in this association, and the Spirit will move each individual member to, to see where charity needs to be flourished and expanded and given to the poor in our area. In, in the individual ways, using the talents and skills of each individual woman, gathered with other women, ladies of charity, to help parishioners, to help people of this city find the poor, help the poor or the needy, however you want to word it. Um, there are so many needs here, but there's not a lot of strong motivation or unification, and that's what we want to try to do is help people be unified in the service of the poor. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for those, those words. And, and again, uh, thanks for being guests on uh, Crozier Cast. And uh, many blessings to all of our listeners. And um, we're, we're recording this the day before uh, Holy, uh, as we enter into Holy Week, but we're probably going to run this uh, during the octave of Easter. And so if you're listening to this, I pray you have a a blessed celebration of our Lord's resurrection. God bless.